I'll name today's class uh, our back to school class because we're going doing a lot of basic stuff. Uh, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but uh, we're going to do um, like warrior two, side angle, triangle pose, and hopefully we'll have time to do um, some head standing. Since we started that last week, if anyone was here, um, I'll try to consistently have us work on headstand for the next couple weeks at least. So um, may, sometimes one time uh, trying something is just a, not enough. So I'll try to be more consistent with that. Okay, so come to a comfortable cross-legged seated position, perhaps up on some padding. Cross your legs at the ankles. Settle into your sits bones. Place your palms face down on your thighs. Slide your hands up your thighs until your elbows are below your shoulders, below your armpits. Take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And exhale, sigh. Invite your mind into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. Consider at this time how you're feeling as you've entered the room this morning. As you take your seated position, is there anything that is calling for your attention? Are you receiving any signals from any parts of your body? alerting you to discomfort, to soreness, tightness, pain. And if so, respond to that signal. Occupy those areas with your mind. And by bringing awareness to these sensations, can you start to bring relief? Can you start to invite release into that pain, into that tightness? whatever it might be. Consciously relax your feet, your ankles, your shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle left and right sits bones evenly. If one side feels heavier at this time, just gently rock from side to side until you feel that the weight of your body is evenly distributed. Root down through your legs and hips. Identify the spaces where your body is making contact with the earth. And visualize roots growing out of those spaces, extending your body through the floor. And then from this connection with the earth, draw energy up into your spine growing tall, broadening your chest, lifting your heart. Tuck your chin parallel to the floor, lengthen along the back of your neck, and then ease the sides of your neck back, attempting to align the center of your head over the center of your heart, the center of your heart over the center of your pelvis. Everyone together, shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades onto your back. 
create a contraction of the muscles of your upper back. Shoulder blades drawing together as the front of the chest expands. Now allow your forearms to melt down towards the earth as shoulder blades are drawn down the back side of your chest. Maintain all of these actions. Bring your attention to your front lower ribs. Begin to create a tone in your upper abdomen by drawing your left and right front lower ribs to a central point and then easing that point subtly towards your spine. Feel how those actions cause your lower back to lengthen, your tailbone to root even more fully into the surface beneath you. We'll actually be focusing a good bit on this area today, on the uh, lower back and torso. Soften your skin. Release expression from your face. Allow your cheeks to be slack. Forehead broad, eyelids heavy. Teeth, tongue, jaw soft. Begin to cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern. Inhaling and exhaling through your nostrils. Expand the capacity of your lungs gradually with this exercise. So begin by identifying the boundaries of your breath. Where does your inhale want to stop? And at that point, is it possible to sip in any additional air at the top of your lungs without strain? Similarly, with your exhale, when you reach that point where you want to stop exhaling, is there an opportunity to release more air from your lungs? Again, doing so without strain. Each breath, practicing these same exercises, expanding the lungs in all directions. As you inhale, feel the chest fill, feel the side ribs fill, feel the back body fill. And then as you exhale, feel the contraction into the lungs from all directions as you keep your chest broad, as you keep your, to- your spine long. Begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, giving your breath an aspirant sound like the sound of ocean waves, giving you even more control over the, um, over the character of your breath. Breathing slowly, breathing deeply. As we go through several of the postures today, I'll remind you of this same Approach this identification of boundaries and gradual mindful expansion of those boundaries. So that as we take time in the postures, as we breathe through the shapes, we begin to reach new boundaries. 
if your mind is wandering beyond this breath exercise, that's very normal, that's very natural. We're just continually rerouting the mind, the mind, the neural pathways back to the present experience, back to the sensation of breath, the experience of your body on this mat on this morning. Let's breathe together through three more rounds of ujjayi pranayama using the count of five for both our inhalations and our exhalations. Wherever you're at with your breath, empty your lungs completely and we'll breathe in together for one, two, three, four, five. Fill and expand your lungs. And then with control, exhale for five, four, three, two, and one. Empty. Again, inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Expand the lungs in all directions and exhale with control, five, four, three, two, and one. Last deepest breath in slowly. One, two, three, four, and five. Fill and hold with control. Five, four, three, two, one. Empty your lungs and resume your breath as you draw your palms together in front of your heart. As you press your palms lightly together, widen out through your elbows and broaden across your collarbones. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra Om three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual voices together. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om. Om. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, come to the top of your mat in a tabletop position. Plant your wrists below your shoulders, spread your fingers and your palms. Knees are hip-width distance apart, moving into cow and cats with an inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift. As you exhale, round your spine into cat pose, chin to chest, belly button towards the ceiling, tailbone towards the earth, and inhale back to cow pose. Move with the pace of your own breath. And just like we were exploring the boundaries of the lungs, we are exploring here the range of motion of the spine. And with breath, with time, that range of motion begins to expand, waking up 
the muscles of the back as we come to cow pose. Firing up the front body muscles as we exhale into cat pose. So what are you feeling on this particular day in this sequence? And always be listening to your bodies throughout the practice. Allow not only my words to guide you, but your own experience to um, inform the precise ways that you move. And then inhale back to a neutral spine. We'll start to heat up pretty quickly here as we move into our first set of three push-ups. Extend your legs back one at a time. And as I said earlier, we're going to do a lot of core work today. So think about the, enact the, uh, the action of your core, the enactment of your core as we move into these push-ups. If your hips or belly sag towards the floor as you lower down, please bring your knees to the floor and do the push-ups from your knees. Exhale, lower down, bend your elbows back, inhale, press up. And exhale, hips move up and back for a brief rest in down dog. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to knees. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one, first set. Inhale to come forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale, press, lifting through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips move up and back. Come to your downward facing dog and you might walk your dog here, bending one knee and reaching the opposite heel towards the floor, lengthening along the back of that straight leg and then switching slowly from side to side, maybe identifying that one leg is shorter than the other. And if you do identify that, if you do observe that, spend a little bit more time releasing along the back of that shorter leg. Where are you finding tightness? And by identifying tightness, can you begin to let it go? And then back to a neutral dog. As your hands push down and forward, your hips lift up and back, your heels release towards the floor. As the backs of your legs lengthen, lift along the fronts of your legs, lift into your kneecaps. Head can be heavy, back of the neck long. With an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Turn your toes to point straight down as you roll your right outer hip towards the floor, keeping your hips at an even height. Look to the front of your mat and with an exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Long stride here. So if it didn't come all the way forward, grab your ankle, place your ankle directly below your knee. Lift up onto fingertips and then allow your hips to sink down and forward so your right thigh is parallel to the floor. Lift strongly through your left inner upper thigh, back leg straight and strong, chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears. Soften your face, relax your jaw. Listen to your body. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How do you keep in communication with your body throughout the practice? The breath is a good tool. And then left knee to the floor. Scissor your legs together, pulling your right foot actively back, drawing your left knee actively forward. 
and then bring your hands to your front thigh. Interlace your fingers as you press your palms into your thigh and straighten your elbows, lifting your chest up. Draw the sides of your waistline back. Again, that engagement of your upper abdomen as your tailbone lengthens towards the floor. Keep your legs drawing in, feet scissoring together as you now extend from your pelvis out through your knees, lengthening your thighs, moving into your psoas on the left side. Continuing to wrap your left outer hip forward as your hips melt down. Lift into your chest, roll your shoulder, back, shoulder blades in towards one another and down the back of your chest. Again, tune into your experience. Find your breath. Move deeper gradually or back off if you come to a place of pain. And then press back, downward facing dog. Second side with an inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back. Again, toes point straight down. Roll your left outer hip down as your inner thigh lifts higher. Look forward and exhale, lunge left foot forward. Same long stride, lift up onto your fingertips and allow your hips to sink. Lift through your back inner thigh to counter the weight of your hips. Back leg straight, strong chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears, inner elbows begin to shine forward as shoulder blades roll onto the back. Again, check in. Be present with your posture. What is the pose doing for you today? Is it the same as the first side? And then right knee to the floor. Continue to scissor legs together, or start scissoring legs together. Right knee forward, left foot pulls back, hands to front thigh, straighten your elbows as you press your palms into your thigh. Lift your chest up, roll your shoulders back. Keep scissoring your legs in as you now extend from your pelvis out through your knees, lengthening through your thighs, melting your left hip towards your left heel, continuing to wrap your right outer hip forward so that right hip isn't left behind, but stays in alignment with your, your, uh, your left hip. Right hip drawing forward. Chest lifted, waistline back, shoulders down the back body. Jaw is soft, back to your breath. And hands back to the floor. Press back, down dog. And again, heels of the hands down and forward, fingers and palms spread. As your hands press down and forward, your hips reach up and back. Heels melt deeper towards the floor with each exhale. Head releases more fully with each exhale. Now ground strongly through the inner edges of your hands, the base of your thumb, base of your index finger, as you lift your outer armpits away from the floor, causing your shoulder blades to once again pull together at the back of your heart. And then melt your knees to the floor. Bring your knees together. Tuck your toes under to open up the soles of the feet as you take a seat back on your heels. If this is too much for your knees, slide some padding, a blanket between your hips and heels. Now find your strap. Time for my favorite exercise, our shoulder rolls. 
Take the strap with about a foot and a half between your hands to start. You might expand your hands as we move into these. You need a strap. And then with an inhale, sweep the strap over your head. And then as you exhale, possibly widening your hands apart as you bring the strap behind your back. So as you move through this exercise, again, be aware of your upper abdomen. Keep the ribs toning in and back, keeping the lower spine long. The uh, tendency will be for the ribs to jut forward as the shoulders roll back. So try to keep the spine long, keep the chest upright as you focus in on the shoulders. You can hold in any particular place that feels tight here, so probably with the the hands at about shoulder height, you're really going to feel a stretch across the front of the chest into the shoulders. You might like to hold in that space and consciously try to breathe through some of that tension in order to release it. And I like to do this often because I feel that uh, it is often a different experience than the previous time I did it, and it's sometimes a different experience than I would have expected. So you might have some unforeseen tension in your shoulders this morning as you do these shoulder rolls. And then with an exhale, place the strap off to the side. And then today I'm going to have you guys face the brick wall as we come into gate pose. So turn to face uh, me. So turn, what is that, 90 degrees? Uh, to face me, standing on your knees. And then take your right leg straight out to the right. Toes point towards the ceiling. Heel and knee in a line. Square your hips and chest forward, and now bring your left arm along your left ear, reaching up out of your left waistline. Keeping your chest and hips squared towards my wall, now begin to slide your right hand down your right leg as you crescent to the right. If your chest or shoulder are rolling down towards the floor, then draw your bottom shoulder forward until you can start to look up beyond your left arm to the sky. Nice. Try to relax your jaw. Try to soften your lips. Breathe into your left side body, along your shoulder, between your ribs, down your hip. Everybody looks fantastic here. Gradually, perhaps, as you find space, slide your hand deeper towards your foot. And then inhale back through center, arm at your side. Knees meet at the center of your mat, and then left leg out to the left. Again, heel and knee in a line, left toes towards the ceiling. Right arm along your right ear, left arm at your left leg. Inhale to grow tall, and exhale, begin to crescent towards the left. Bottom shoulder maybe draws slightly forward as you take your gaze up beyond your right arm. Round through your right knee, reach through your fingertips, and generate more length along your right side. Again, Consciously relax your face. Soften your throat. Soften 
cease the struggle. Inhale back to center and both knees to center and we'll come back to facing forward. Let's do our second set of push-ups now. So come to your plank position. Second set, last set. Exhale, lower down. Coming to knees if, if necessary. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips up and back. Down dog. Inhale again. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. One more time, inhale to come forward, and this time exhale, lower all the way down to the floor. Chin on the mat, arms at your sides. Point your right toes and extend your right leg. Continuing to extend the right leg, slowly begin to lift your foot, your knee, your thigh, gradually away from the floor, keeping the front of your right hip grounded. Extend and lift, extend and lift, and then release your right leg completely. Extend your left toes now, engage and lengthen your left leg. And now slowly extend and lift, gradually lifting foot, knee and thigh off of the floor, keeping the front of the hip grounded. Extend and lift, higher, higher and highest, and then release your left foot back down. Point all ten toes to the back wall, keep the tops of your feet grounded, and engage your legs now so much so that your kneecaps begin to pull away from the floor. Squeeze your legs together. Interlace your fingers behind your back, point your elbows to the sky, and then draw them in towards one another to shrug your shoulders onto the back of your chest. With an inhale, begin to peel chin and chest away from the floor as you reach your knuckles towards your heels. For this first one, keep the feet grounded, legs squeezing together. Again, gradually use your breath, inflate your chest, lift your chest, maintain the lift as you exhale, expand through your heart, extend through your toes and your knuckles. Draw the sides of your neck back, tilt the tops of your ears back, look up, curl up to your highest height, and then exhale to release. Arms at your side, left cheek to the floor, head is heavy, neck is soft. Upper back is broad as shoulders roll forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart to broaden the lower back. Feel the support of the earth and arrive. Arrive in this moment, return to your breath. Can you move? seamlessly from these moments of engagement, of um, difficulty, of strength, to these moments of complete release, which bring up with them their own challenges. Chin back to the floor, point your toes, squeeze your legs. Engage your legs, kneecaps pulling away from the floor, and again, interlace your fingers at your low back. Elbows towards the ceiling and in towards one another. With an inhale again, peel chin and chest away from the floor, reach knuckles towards your heels, straighten your elbows, continue to squeeze your legs as you slowly elevate your feet, knees and thighs away from the floor. 
Again, be present with the posture and make it a gradual expansion. Inhale, lifting higher. Exhale, extending through toes, reaching through knuckles, expanding across your chest, lifting through the crown of your head. Soften the edges of your mouth. Lift higher, higher, highest, and then let go. Right cheek to the floor, shoulders roll forward, head is heavy, neck is soft, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Back body broadens. So countering the posture that we just did by expanding the back body. Chin back to the floor, tuck your toes, wrists in line with your ribs and send your hips up and back once again into down dog. With an inhale, right leg lifts straight up and back. Look to the front of your mat, exhale, right foot lunges forward. Same long stride. And then left knee to the floor. Scissor your legs together, hands to your front thigh, press your elbows straight, lifts your chest up. Continue to pull your right heel back, left knee forward as you extend through your thighs. Connecting with that left psoas as your right hip melts towards your heel. Continue to draw your waistline back, lift your chest up as you interlace your fingers behind your head. Use your thumbs to lift at the base of your skull, lengthen along the back of your neck. Widen your elbows out to either side of the room as you turn your gaze skyward. Lift from the back of your heart to the sky. And then begin to curl the weight of your head into your hands. Look to the ceiling. Look towards the back wall. Wrap your left outer hip forward. Melt the hips down as you lift your heart up. Soften your face. Breathe. Identify your boundaries and move into them with care. And then bring your head forward with your hands, hands back to the floor, exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Second side, inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back. Look forward and lunge your left foot forward. Again, same long stride before melting your right knee to the floor. Scissor legs together, hands to front thigh, press your elbows straight. Long spine, engage your upper abdomen, broaden your chest, extend through your thighs. Melt your hip towards your heel, wrap your right hip to the top of your mat. Hands interlace at the base of your skull. Thumbs lift the base of your neck to base of your head to lengthen your neck. Elbows widen apart. Chest expands, heart lifts, gaze goes up. Begin to release the weight of your head back, curl back. Back of the neck stays long for this one. Heart lifts as hips melt. Extend through your knees. Wrap your right hip forward. Continue to breathe. Soften your jaw. Relax your throat. And then head comes forward. Hands come forward. And let's step forward. Downward forward fold. Step your feet hip width distance apart. Outer edges of your feet parallel to the outside edges of your mat. And begin to bend your knees. Bend your knees until you can rest your torso on your thighs, allowing your upper body to hang forward without engagement. Arms, uh, hands, grab forearms or biceps. You can shake your head possibly, gently, yes and no. You can sway your arms from side to side. Whatever movement 
might help you to let go here. So the legs are engaged, the hips are lifting, but the upper body is allowed to completely relax. Use the breath to explore space between each vertebra along the spine. Use an inhale, again, for this exploratory search, and then as you exhale, release into that space, allowing the head and the elbows and the chest to melt deeply towards the earth. And throughout this, as we fold forward, roll weight to the base of your toes. So not into the toes themselves, but into what I call your toe knuckles, allowing your heels to lighten and your hips to gradually lift higher as your head gradually melts deeper. And bring all 10 fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Now actively extend through the crown of your head, pulling it towards the earth. Keep weight at the base of your toes as you begin that long, slow journey towards a straight or just straighter legs. Lift your outer hips skyward. Lift your kneecaps skyward. Lighten in your heels as you roll weight forward, head melting to the floor. And as you go deeper, gradually elbows bend out to either side of the room. And then from here, bring your palms to your shins. Inhale to extend your chin and chest forward and then exhale to fold once more, fingertips to the floor. Again, inhale, lift halfway, palms to shins, and exhale to fold. Bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows to the sky, lift your chin, inhale as you rise all the way up to standing. As you come to standing, shift weight now to your heels. As you shift weight to your heels, lift your kneecaps up. Turn your palms forward as you roll your shoulders back. Chin parallels the floor. Same engagement of the upper abdomen as in our initial seated position. Lower ribs in and back, tailbone down. Chin parallel to the floor. Today we're going to do our uh, half sun citations a little differently. Inhale, sweep your arms forward and up, palms facing each other. Spike your heels down, reach through your from your waistline through your fingertips. And then as you exhale, keep your arms extending, bend in half as your fingertips touch down the floor in front of you, weight shifts to the toe knuckles. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest forward, and exhale, fold forward. Inhale, arms reach by your ears, drawing up through the sides of your waistline, using that core strength as you shift weight to your heels. And exhale, arms at your sides. Palms face forward, shoulders roll back. Again, arms sweep forward, palms face, reach through your fingertips. And exhale, hinge at your hips, keeping the spine long all the way down as you roll weight to the base of the toes. Inhale, extend forward. Exhale, lower down. Pick up that imaginary box as you inhale, arms by your ears. Spiking the heels down, and exhale, arms by your sides, shoulders roll back. Let's just do that one more time. Inhale, flow the arms up, and exhale, hinge forward with control, legs and spine straight. Inhale, palms to shins. Exhale, lower. 
And inhale, gracefully sweep back up, arms by the ears. And exhale, arms at your side, shoulders roll back. Okay, let's continue with our headstand practice now before we move into our uh, standing posture sequence. Okay, so um, if you're not by a wall or if your mat is by a mirror and you want to use the wall, then move your mat away from the mirror to a wall that is unobstructed. Uh, so you just want your, uh, the short end of your mat at the base of a wall. Unless you're very um, comfortable doing headstand in the middle of the room. I, I trust your um, judgment on that. Okay, so I'll give you a couple options first. We'll just, do, we'll just approach this the same as we did last week by first working our forearm dog and then giving you some different options to come up into full-fledged headstand. Okay, so uh, when I instruct this pose, I interlace the fingers with a couple of inches between the, uh, the meat of my palms, between my wrists. And I'm just going to take uh, my elbows directly below my shoulders pressing down through my forearms as I come into a downward facing dog position, tucking my toes under and lifting my hips up. What my body is going to want to do is bring my shoulders forward of my elbows. So I'm going to press my forearms down, pull my shoulders away from my ears, bringing my shoulder blades together at the back of my heart and melting my heart forward. For this first exercise, I'm going to advise you to keep your gaze between your forearms on your mat. So starting in the regular downward facing dog length, I'm then going to walk my feet forward to lift my hips higher. At some point, your shoulders will come forward of your elbows. At that point, walk your feet back just a little bit to keep your shoulders over your elbows. Okay, so that's step one. We'll do that, and um, then step two, we'll bring our knuckles a couple inches from the wall, starting in that same position, downward facing dog with, on the forearms, and then I'm gonna walk my feet forward at that point where my shoulders are wanting to come in front of my elbows. I'm going to bring one, hip to the, one heel to my hip, and then kick my hips to the wall. Squeeze my legs together, Lengthen my legs, tuck my tailbone, draw my waistline back. I forgot to go down onto my head. Going onto my head, pressing down through the crown of my head, pressing down through my forearms, and then eventually balancing away from the wall. Got some, looking in the mirror here, I've got some major <laughs> left hip forwardness. Okay, and then you can work here, again, strengthening the core by bringing the legs down together, and then maybe just doing some leg lift. So that requires a lot of balance to work to the place where you can do the leg lifts away from the wall. Okay, and then from after you're done with that second um, exercise, you're just going to come to a child's pose. Okay, so try something, just if, at least try this first exercise. Interlace your fingers, keeping a couple inches between the meat of your palms. Plant your elbows shoulder width distance apart, no wider. Press your forearms into the floor. Tuck your toes under and send your hips up and back into a forearm dog position. Beautiful. Excellent. Sam, you can take your feet hip width distance apart. Good. Good. 
Look between your hands, so keep your head lifted goodly. And then you can begin to walk your feet forward, keeping your shoulders drawing away from your ears. Yvonne, keep your eyes between your forearms. Good. When you reach that point where your shoulders want to come forward of your elbows, then stop there. Press down through your forearms, lift through your hips. Good. Excellent, everyone. Really nice dot. And then come down. Walk your feet back, bring your knees back down. So if that was very challenging for you, if the prospect of going up into headstand sounds like more than you want to tackle today, then that is a good place to practice the strength that was required for a headstand. So that's the posture you can hold for maybe three minutes would be a good goal to get to before uh, you might feel really comfortable going up into headstand. Okay, so knuckles a few inches from the wall, maybe two inches, they don't need to be far. And then again, same arm position. Start with your gaze between your forearms, tuck your toes, lift your hips, walk your feet to that place where your shoulders want to come forward of your elbows, and then tuck your chin slightly, bring the top of your head to the floor. Once the top of your head is down, then keeping the top of your head down, pull your shoulders away from your ears again. Press your head and forearms down, and then bring one heel into your hip, and then use the opposite foot to kick your hips to the wall. So that requires a little momentum, a little bit of, uh, it's a little, that could be a, a scary part if you've never done this before. But the wall will be there. So kick to the wall if you're ready for that step today. And then once hips are at the wall, squeeze your legs together. As you squeeze your legs, extend your tailbone towards the ceiling. Bring your side ribs back towards the wall. Press your forearms down. Press your head down. Good. Carolyn looks beautiful. And then, yeah, you guys can start to do any sorts of variations with this pose. Once you feel comfortable on your head, once you've found your balance, you can start to separate your legs. You can start to bring one leg forward, one leg back, kind of do air split. Um, good. So just be where you're at. And if you're working at that strength, that is a great place to be. So if you're working at that strength, you're, ga you're gaining that strength. If it, is in your if it is a goal of yours to work towards headstand, then you are well on your way. Okay. So as you guys uh, are ready to come down, please come down. And then everybody meet together with knees together, hips sent back to the heels, forehead releasing towards or to the earth in some version of child's pose. So um, headstand falls under this category of inversion postures. Uh, Kind of the big inversion postures that we think about are headstand, shoulder stand, ha handstand. But even, um, even this, even um, child's pose is a mild form of inversion. Just getting the brain, getting the head below the heart. So kind of putting the body in a new orientation, um, causing blood to flow slightly differently.
just allow your, um, your effort, your body's experience of the posture to land at this time. Allow your body to absorb your experience. And can you do all of that without judging your performance, without evaluating your performance, and without using that as some twisted form of self-worth? So those are the real trappings that we, ha that we try to avoid. Those are the routes we try to reroute our brain back to the present, back to the experience, back to acceptance. And then slowly start to walk your way back up to kneeling, and eventually we're going to come to standing again. So as I promised, we're going to do um, our big three standing poses. What I, uh, <laughs> I call the big three, the, uh, the warrior two, side angle, and triangle. But first we're going to do... Um, goddess pose. So I think goddess pose really um, exemplifies some of the inner thigh and outer hip work that we'll use in warrior two and in side angle pose. So turn 90 degrees to face the brick wall again. Hands on the hips as you step your feet about three to three and a half feet apart here. So this is a stance you can adjust as you move into the posture. Turn your toes out slightly. Roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, and even here just standing, again, get that slight engagement of your upper abdomen. Think about your tailbone extending towards the floor. Keep the orientation of your spine as you bend your knees in the direction of your toes, melting your hips straight down. Now again, extend through your inner thighs, from your inner groins through your inner knees, and contract through your outer hips. And then draw your upper body back, engaging the upper abdomen. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Pull your elbows in, making those football goalpost arms. Shoulder blades contracting at the back of the chest. Extend through your inner elbows. Weight in the heels. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Straighten your legs, release your arms. Heel toe your feet back together. Excellent. Okay, so I'm, uh, we're going to do all this next step together. So first we're going to do warrior two. You can place, uh, you don't need a block for warrior two. Step your feet to the center of your mat. Hands together in front of your heart. With an exhalation, hop or step your feet wide apart. Arms to the height of your shoulders. So stand much wider stance and make sure the outside edges of your feet are parallel to the outside edges of your mat. Keep turning. Good. Good. Tony, you can go a little bit wider if that's comfortable. Good. Hands on the hips. Turn your right toes out 90 degrees. Now think about your inner thighs in goddess pose, that extension from your inner thighs. That's what's going to happen on the right leg. Exhale, begin to bend your right knee in the direction of your right toes, extending through the inner thigh, contracting through the outer hip. Good. Press your left thigh towards the back wall. With your hands on your hips, are your hips at the same height or as that left hip drawn up? Katie, left hip down, extension through inner thigh. Good, good. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. 
reach through your fingertips. And then take your gaze out beyond your right fingertips, keeping your chin parallel to the floor. Good. Press weight down into your left foot. Shift weight to your right heel as everyone goes two inches deeper into that front knee. Fantastic. Good. Soften your face. Feel the strength of your warrior posture. Straighten your right leg, hands to hips. Right toes forward, left toes out. Again, starting with your hips at the same height, ending with your hips at the same height. Look at your left knee. Begin to bend your left knee in the direction of your toes, melting your hips down. Extend through your inner thigh, contract through your outer hip. Lengthen your tailbone down, square your chest forward. Lift into your armpits, roll your shoulders back, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Beautiful. Keeping your chin parallel to the floor, sweep your gaze out and beyond your left fingertips. Good, second side. Press into your right foot, bend deeper into your left heel. Nice, Adam, very nice. Leave left rib slightly forward, right rib slightly towards the wall behind you. Good. Soften your face, straighten your left leg, hands to your hips, left toes forward. Take your block, bring it to the outside of your right ankle as you turn your right toes out. So props are there to help you. At some point the prop may not, no longer be helpful. At that point you can cease to use the prop. I'll let you know how you are to use the prop in this next one. Hands on the hips. Hips and chest squared forward. Look at your right knee. Bend your right knee. Warrior two legs. Sweep your arms up. Warrior two arms. Warrior two. Exhale, right hand to the block or to the floor at the outside of your ankle. Everyone looks good. Okay. If this pose is easy to stack your left shoulder on top of your right, you may start to work the block lower. You may start to work your fingertips or your palm to the floor. Widen your right leg into your right arm. And as you do so, scoop your tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Spin your gaze to the sky. We're just gonna leave the arm like this today for our side angle pose. You guys look fantastic. Ground through the outside edge of your left foot, extend through the crown of your head. And inhale, come back up. Turn your right toes forward, turn your left toes out, bring the block to the outside of your left ankle. The block may be Helpful in a different way on the second side. You may not find that you need the same height on both sides. Hands to hips, hips and chest squared forward, bend your left knee. Again, same extension through the inner thigh, same contraction through the outer hips, sweep your arms up, warrior two. Exhale, hands to the block, top arm to the sky. Widen your left leg into your left arm as you scoop your tailbone forward. Again, extension through your inner thigh. Bend deeply into your front knee and shift weight to your left heel. Press your right thigh back and spin the outside edge of your right hip towards the wall behind you. Good. Broaden across your chest. Just take your block to one higher height. Good. Yes, good. Then, good. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Look up, reach up, ground through your right foot, pull up through your right arm, inhale, return to center. 
Okay, turn all ten toes forward. Turn your right toes out, and then bring the block to the outside of your shin. So many um, schools of yoga will teach this practice with the hand at the ankle or the outside of the foot. So today, we're just going to try for the outside of the shin. Okay, lift into your kneecaps. Again, hips and chest squared forward, arms sweep to the height of your shoulders. Exhale, come straight down. Right hand to the block, or maybe someday to the floor. Same principles with the block. If your shoulders are stacked easily, maybe try bringing the block to a lower setting or fingertips to the floor. Ground through the outside edge of your left, or of your left foot. Wrap your left outer hip towards the back wall as you wrap your bottom ribs forward. Good. Feel the expansive nature of this posture. Lengthen through your legs, broaden across your chest, extend through the crown of your head. Good. And if your head is lolling down towards the floor, then maybe look towards the floor. But if you can keep your neck in line with your spine, eventually gaze turns skyward. Beautiful. Really good back there, Carolyn. Inhale, pull up with your left arm. Turn your right toes forward. Last side, best side. Block to the outside of your left shin as left toes turn out. Lift into your kneecaps. Square your hips. Sweep your arms up. All right. Expanding across the, the chest. Broadening across the pelvis. Exhale, left hand to the floor or to the block at the outside of your shin. Wrapping bottom ribs forward, spinning top ribs back. Keeping length between your left hip and your left armpit. As you ground through the base of your left big toe, lift into your left kneecap and pull your left hip away from your left armpit as you spin your gaze, possibly skyward, keeping your neck in line with your spine. Soften your face. Again, be present with your posture, using my instructions as a guideline, not as law. Inhale, pull up through your right arm. Turn all ten toes forward, hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outside edges of your mouth. You guys are done standing. Exhale, hop or step your feet back together. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to come down um, as I often have us move to the floor through a squatted position. So um, if you know your heels come up off the floor in a squat, then place the blanket behind you. So you're using the blanket to train your heels to go down. Okay. Feet are outer hip width distance apart. Toes are turned out at a slight angle. Hands together. Lift into your chest. Keep your chest lifted as you begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes, melting your tailbone down. At some point your heels might come up. At some point you may be able to rock back into your heels, if not slide that height underneath your heels and rock weight back onto the support of your blanket. So if you can do that, if you can rock weight into the support of your blanket, you are training your heels to weigh down in this squatted position. Arms to your inner thighs, shoulders roll back, heart lifts, tailbone melts down. Take a soft gaze on the wall or floor in front of you or possibly look at the um, end of your own nose. Refocusing on your breath. 
squeezing your arms gently with your legs as you release your hips deeper. And then rock back onto your bottom. Remove the blanket if that's rested behind you. And we're going to do some more concentrated core work. And we're going to move towards uh, crow pose today. So there's many, uh, many poses that get the, uh, get the title crow pose. So uh, if you're familiar with a version of crow pose, this might be different than what you're familiar with. Okay. So uh, start, we're going to start with boat pose, though, to continue to wake up the abdominal muscles. Wrap your hands behind your thighs. Lift your chest up, making your collarbones broad. Li oh, let's uh, start here and practice our bellows breath. So this is a breath done in and out through the nostrils, and it's a sharp exhale, like so. And then the inhale is going to happen automatically. And try to keep the mouth uh, and the lower face soft as you practice this breathing. Okay, so you can do it a couple times now and then we'll uh, do it in Navasana. Palms pull into thighs as shins lift parallel to the floor. Squeeze your legs together, point your toes. Tuck your tailbone slightly so as the chest lifts, the lower spine rounds. And then either, ch uh, and then, uh, Untuck your hands, turn your palms skyward, arms along your legs, and either choose to stay here or straighten your legs. And bellows breathing. Sharp exhales, automatic inhales. Four, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and hands to thighs, release your feet to the floor. Place your feet hip width distance. Look up and begin to reach up. Reach the sky, making the back body long as you begin to articulate your back body to the floor. First, lower back. And then with control, lying down through your middle back. And eventually, upper back and head to the floor. Now, arms at your sides. Okay, so we're going to practice this version of crow pose starting from our backs. Because a lot of us uh, have an idea of arm balance postures as requiring or as uh, necessitating arm strength, which, you know, arm strength is going to be helpful, but I'm really gonna focus on the uh, engagement of the core in this, uh, in this uh, posture today. So we're gonna start by doing the pose on our back. Walk your heels into your hips. Bring your inner feet together. So inner feet are touching as you pull your knees in towards your chest. Now, keeping the inner feet together, begin to widen your knees apart. Take your hands to the sky as though you're gonna place palm prints on the ceiling. And now we're just going to curl this shape up, rounding the spine like cat pose. Pull your head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor. Tuck your tailbone towards your heels, keeping your heels pulling in towards your tailbone. Belly button drawing towards the spine. As you engage, less and less of your back body will be on the floor. Palm prints on the sky, tailbone to the sky, belly button to the earth. 
and then exhale slowly head down arms down feet down okay so that was a lot of engagement we'll do that one more time on our backs and then we'll try it um, with the reverse uh, the reverse gravity okay so um, one more time knees in towards your chest inner feet together widen your knees palm prints to the sky and then curl up like cat pose tuck chin to chest lift tailbone towards heels plant belly button into the floor as palm prints press the sky for five four three two and one rest feet to the floor arms at your sides and then roll to your right side to press your way up to seated okay we have our two blocks today so um again use the props as the props are helpful when you don't need the props anymore you can cease to use the props if you are uh, unfamiliar with this version of bakasana or still working to get into this the blocks are a really good place to start they just help to get your hips and heels a little closer together and uh, keep your center of gravity a little higher so it's easier to shift forward into the balance. Okay, so I'll demonstrate with my feet on my perch, inner feet together. This will all look familiar, hopefully. And then knees widen apart as I sit my hips to my heels. I'm just gonna do a little uh, stretch forward to lengthen my spine before pulling my uh, palms below my shoulders. Palms are spread just like in down dog, broad hands. And then key here, look forward. Don't look at your feet, look forward. Keep your hips low. As you begin to shift forward, you start to engage that core strength, rounding the spine. One foot lifts at a time, pulling my belly button now to the sky. So the alternative um, expression of this posture would be to bring the knees onto the backs of the arms. So we're not resting the knees on the arms here. The legs are actually coming to the outsides of the arms so that someday you might straighten the arms in this pose. Okay, let's try something here. And one nice thing, hopefully you're not directly across the room from somebody. Sam, you might shift just to the left uh, so that you don't hit uh, Dot or Tony there. Um, or you could just step towards the back of your mat would be safer too. Okay, so you can stand on your perch. Two blocks are make a more solid perch if you'd like. And then bring your feet together. Sit your hips towards your heels. Knees are wide apart, inner feet stay together. Keeping the hips low, just do that initial stretch forward. Reach your arms forward, head releases down. And then slide your palms below your shoulders, spreading palms and fingers wide, getting that nice solid base with your hands. And now, keeping your hips low, look forward as you begin to shift the weight of your upper body forward, forward, forward as your hips, as your toes lighten away from the block, lift strongly through the sides of your waistline. Good. Now, that's excellent. Good. So keep looking forward and see that soft floor in front of you. Excellent, guys. 
Round your spine. Good, Lee. Start to straighten your arms. Press your hands down. Squeeze your legs into your outer arms. Good. And if you feel comfortable with the perch, maybe uh, experiment with the feet on the floor. So that will just require a little bit more lift through the hips or lift through the waistline and a little bit more launching forward. Too much launching forward. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Lee, press down through the base of your index fingers. So the index, yeah. Keep the palms spreading on the floor, pressing down. Good, really nice. Katie. Good, and again, just like the headstand, um, if this is a posture that you would like to make a goal of, then start with the work on the back. Start with the work on the perch. And then just engage, engage in the journey. Okay, you guys are doing a fantastic job. I like everyone's effort on that. So um, that's, but that's enough of that for now. Um, we got to do some back bending. Um, <laughs> so let's just do a first reverse table, taking your feet forward, hip width distance, hands back, shoulder width distance, and let's start with the fingertips pointing towards the front of the mat. It's just slightly different uh, on the wrist, fingertips pointed forward or back. Start with your chin tucked to your chest, looking towards your belly button, and then press your feet down, lift your hips up. Lift your heart up. Lift your hips higher than your knees. Lift your heart higher than your shoulders, keeping your knees hip width distance apart. And then start to look up. Maybe look back. Maybe release the head back, opening the throat. And then shin tucks to chest. Lower your hips slowly down. So just moving uh, gradually from our really rounded back posture into our back bend postures. Turn your hands now back. Same stance with the fingertips pointing back, chin to chest. And look towards your belly as your hips begin to lift higher, higher, higher. Pelvis above your knees, heart above your shoulders. Look up and start to look back. Keeping your knees hip with distance, extend through your tailbone. And then tuck your chin to your chest. Slowly start to come down. Hips back to the floor. Okay, final back bends for today are going to be two camel poses. Three options for camel pose today. So you can have the blocks uh, at the outsides of your ankles if you'd like. So just watch me for a moment. I'll show three versions uh, using the props as option two. Okay, knees hip width distance, hands on my hips. That's going to be the best angle, probably from the back. Okay, my thumbs are pointing my tailbone down, lengthening my lower spine, shoulders roll back, chest lifts up, lifting through the back of my heart as I look up. Then I'm going to start to curl my head back, curl my shoulders back, ease my hips gently forward as I lift through the back of my heart. This is option one, to stay with the hands on the back. Option two, take hold of the blocks with thumbs pointing out. Option three, if you can reach the heels with the feet flat, take the fingers inside of the heels, thumbs outside. If you'd like, you can keep the head suspended. For me, I think it's fine if the head releases back, if that doesn't cause pain in your neck. Okay, then hands to hips as you come up and out. 
So just two of these, and these are our last back bends of the practice. Come up onto your knees. Hey, Knees hip-width distance apart, and if you'd like to try the blocks, have the blocks at the outside of your ankles, heels. Hands on the hips, thumbs pointing the tailbone down. As you lift through the back of your heart, engage your shoulders on your back. Knees press down, heart lifts up, gaze goes up. Gaze starts to go back as you curl back. Ease the hips forward, so you want the hips to stay over the knees. Lift from the floor through the back of your heart to the sky. Hands come one at a time to the blocks or to your heels. Thumbs point to the outsides of the room. Fingers grip the insides of heels or blocks. Good. Really nice dot. Keep extending the hips forward. Lift through the back of your heart. Lengthen your tailbone down. Good. Good. Sam, really nice. And hands to hips one at a time. Chest forward. Very nice. I forgot saw me. That looked great. Okay. Take a seat on your heels and just rest. You can close your eyes. Um, this pose can be uh, an emotional experience, as any pose can be, but oftentimes with these back bends, uh, especially these standing back bends, we're moving back into what might feel like the unknown. So, kind of taking. Um, taking a, a trust fall, it's almost like. So if that comes up, process that. And we'll do just one more. So lift back up onto your knees, pointing your toes back, hands on your hips, lengthening your tailbone down. So lower spine lengthens as you lift from the earth through the back of your heart. Shoulders roll back, chest is broad. Look up, look back. And then hands might come to blocks one at a time, hands might come to heels, or hands might just stay where they are. Roll your inner elbows out to either side of the room, lifting your shoulder blades into the back of your heart. Good. Good. Breathe through it. Breathe expansion across your chest. Contract the muscles of your upper back, compressing the back sides of your vertebra, and then one at a time, hands to hips. Sit your hips back to your heels. And again, you might take uh, a moment with your eyes closed, returning to your breath. And then swing your legs forward as you make your way to lying on your back. Lie on your back with your legs straight out. And now draw your right knee in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers in front of your knee. And now begin to pull your right knee up towards your right shoulder. So inner thigh is drawing to the outside of the rib cage, left thigh is grounding. Pull the heads of your arm bones towards the floor as you draw your thigh in. Keep the back of your neck long, chin perpendicular to the floor. Squeeze in, and then release your right leg to meet your left. Now left leg's turning. Bring your left knee up towards your left shoulder. So the inner thigh is grazing the outer ribs. Interlace your fingers in front of your thigh. Pull your 
Elbow, pull your knee up towards your shoulder. Draw the heads of your arm bones back towards the floor, broadening across your chest, rounding the back of your head and shoulders as you create that compression against the front of your left hip, compressing the left side of your abdomen. And then release that. Now both legs draw in. Draw both knees in towards your chest side by side. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, grabbing wrists, forearms if you can reach, or even elbows if you can reach. Keep the back of your neck long, chin perpendicular to the floor, and then squeeze in, trying to flatten your back body against the floor. Feet are relaxed side by side. Again, head to the arm bones, press towards the floor. And then release. Both feet to the floor with your knees bent. Flex your right foot and cross your right ankle over your left thigh for thread eye the needle or thread the needle pose. Draw your left thigh in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers either at the base of your left thigh or to go a little deeper, you might try interlacing your fingers in front of your left shin. And then use your right elbow against your right inner thigh to press your right knee away from your shoulder as you draw your left thigh in closer. So this is a similar shape as pigeon pose, if you can kind of imagine that, but using gravity in a different way. Targeting the right outer hip, trying to release the head, the chest. Again, dropping into the present. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? How does each breath affect the experience of this shape? And then release your left foot back to the floor. Uncross your legs. And then left leg crosses over right. Flex your left foot, keeping your left ankle straight throughout the posture. Draw your right thigh in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers behind your thigh or again in front of your shin. Using your left elbow to wind your left knee and thigh away from your left shoulder as you draw the whole shin in closer to parallel with your chest. Now targeting the left hip. What is your experience on this side? Especially towards the end of the practice as the um, intensity of the postures lessens somewhat, can you continue to be present? In a way, I, I think that the mind has more space, especially, definitely more time to wander in these longer held positions. Continually route your mind back to the present. Identify tension, let go of tension. Recognize your boundaries and accept your boundaries where they are 
and also ex expect that your boundaries will change. And release both feet back to the floor. Take your arms straight out to either side of the room. Like a Shift your hips a couple inches to the left and then release your knees towards the right. Soften your belly as you allow the weight of your legs to relax. If you'd like, you can take your right ankle to the outside of your left knee corner and use the weight of your left leg to draw your, uh, your, the weight of your right leg to draw your left inner thigh even more deeply towards the floor, getting a nice stretch along the front of your left hip. If you have space above you, you might even take your left arm overhead and pull, take your right hand to your left wrist and pull your left arm longer, getting a nice stretch from your wrist to your armpit, along your hip, down to your knee. And then uncross your legs if you've crossed them. Draw your knees back to center and now shift your hips a few inches right of center before releasing your knees now to the left. Again, belly soft, chest open, shoulders and head grounded. Take your left foot to the outside of your right knee if you'd like. Releasing the weight of your legs. I'm going to start to turn the AC down. <laughs> Do you want me to turn it up? <laughs> okay, and then knees back to center. Hips back to center and make any final movements, final subtle movements before extending out through your legs and coming to your final restive posture. So this can be uh, typical savasana as I'll instruct, but if you are uh, comfortable with a different um, restorative posture at this time, maybe legs up the wall, maybe some form of a reclined goddess pose, feel free to modify here, whatever you're going to be most comfortable with for the next eight minutes. As you lie on your back, extend out through your legs. Feet can release out to either side of the room. Extend your arms at a gentle angle along your sides, palms facing the ceiling. And you can just gently tuck your shoulder blades one at a time underneath your chest, again encouraging this opening of your heart, softening of your chest, radiance of your inner light. And you might adjust your head by tilting your chin just slightly towards your chest, optimizing the length along the back of your neck before releasing the weight of your head down. And as I said, this is an opportunity for the body to rest. But this is not an opportunity for sleep. 
continue to observe this body as you attempt to detach from it. As an observer, can you begin to identify different places that may be holding tension at this time, may be perpetually holding tension? Maybe fists lightly clench. Maybe toes just slightly curled. Maybe thighs are a little bit, uh, a little bit engaged, a little bit tense. Maybe there's unintentioned knots in your abdominal muscles. Maybe there's an unintentional scowl on your face a wrinkle of the brow, a squeezing of the eyelids. Again, from this detached position, can you maybe identify this tension and accept it and let it go? And can we eventually start to practice the same detachment from the mind? Consider that there is a self beyond the actions of the thoughts, the actions of the mind. Just as you might observe the body, you might also observe the workings of the mind. Just as tension might be stuck in your body, are there thoughts that might be stuck unconsciously in your mind? stressors, worriers, thoughts that are there, but thoughts that do not serve you. Can you begin to detach from the workings of the mind? demands of the thoughts. Consider observing thoughts as you might clouds in the sky. 
Take a deep breath in through your nostrils. And as you're ready, sigh. Begin to move fingers and toes. Eventually rocking arms, legs, and perhaps the back of your head from side to side. Bend your knees one at a time, extend your right arm along your right ear before rolling onto your right side, allowing your chest to melt towards the floor as you take this moment in transition to reflect on your efforts this morning. Always the first hurdle of getting to class and then the continued challenge of staying present deepening and strengthening the dialogue between mind and body, exploring and enriching this gift of embodiment. Show yourself gratitude for your efforts. Surround your practice, surround your mat with an aura of gratitude, making it easier and desirable to return again next time. Keeping your eyes closed, press your way back to seated. Taking a moment to consciously ground through your seats, consciously grow tall through your spine, draw your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of Aum. Exhale and inhale for Aum. for coming out to practice this morning. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste.